get over the idea that your own desires are the most important consideration in your relationship. Flexibility is also about being willing to try new ways of doing things, even the little things. Couples quarrel for something as little as how to press toothpaste. If you have the school of thought that you must press it from the end of the tube and then somebody else is pressing from the middle and you get stuck in an argument for just because of that, what does it really matter? The most important thing is that toothpaste is coming out. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Happy Home Podcast. My name is Taya Luku, your host on this show. Do you know that getting married to the absolute love of your life does not guarantee you a life of unending happiness. Truth is, you can very quickly go from deliriously happy to miserable and frustrated, but you don't have to. And that's where this podcast comes in. On this show, I'll discuss real issues couples face on the journey to finding happiness in marriage. And I will also be sharing great tips that can help you intentionally create the marriage of your dreams and build a truly lasting happy home. Follow me on this journey. Please stay tuned. Welcome to another episode of the Happy Home Podcast. I am your host, Taya Luko, and I'm glad to be back with another educative and inspiring episode. As you can tell from the title of today's episode, I'm talking about flexibility in relationships, flexibility in marriage, why it's very important, how powerful a skill flexibility is for building a healthy, happy and sustainable marriage. And I know that for everybody that is married or looking to getting married, one of the things that they do want to enjoy is a happy marriage and a healthy one. And so today I'm going to explore the skill of flexibility. And, you know, recently I became very fascinated with that word, particularly as it pertains to marriage and relationships. I first began to understand how important flexibility is when I took a life coaching certification course in 2021 yeah and you know we're going through what they call NLP presuppositions that's neuro-linguistic programming and we landed on this particular one that says the person or you know the element with the most flexibility has the most influence that's not exactly how it was said in the class but Basically, what they were saying was that he who has flexibility has influence. And, you know, for me, it was like an aha moment. And it actually marked the beginning of my starting to see flexibility in a whole new light. Because I hadn't really looked at flexibility like that before. And I began to understand flexibility not just as a strength, but an actual superpower. The fact that being flexible gains you influence, the fact that flexibility is not a weakness, the fact that being flexible makes you more resilient. Those were the things that I began to learn. And you know, just also understanding the fact that being flexible also gains you advantage. 
it just opened me up to a whole new understanding and a whole new meaning of the word too. And that began my fascination with even the concept of flexibility in relationships. So really when we talk about flexibility, what exactly is it? I like to go into dictionary definitions to put things in context. So I found two definitions. It's a word that we hear all the time, but we use it often, but still let's just look at what the dictionary has to say. And the first definition that I found was flexibility as the quality of bending easily without breaking. Like when you're exercising or doing yoga, flexible person is able to bend and not break. And I would say for myself that when it comes to exercise, I'm not the most flexible person. You know, so when we when I work out in the morning with my friends and people are trying to stretch, I find that I'm not able to really get into those positions because I, my limbs are not that flexible. But I have a friend, she's really, really flexible and she's able to just like that, just get into those positions. So shout out to Titi Adams. You know, she has gained physical flexibility and kudos to her. Titi, if you ever listen to this episode, shout out to you. Now, another definition that I came across that I found in the dictionary was flexibility is also the ability to change or be changed according to the situation. The ability to be changed easily according to the situation. In other words, if the situation demands that I be a particular way, I'm flexible enough to be that way. It speaks to adaptability and it's actually a critical survival skill. Yeah, so that's really very loose definitions of flexibility, not to make it technical, but easy to understand. Now, what will this then look like in marriage, in a marriage relationship, in a romantic relationship, even in relationship with your children? and also your co-workers in the office. Now, I love the one that talks about bending without breaking. What that says to me is that there's a bending that can result in breaking. And if you look at it in the marriage context, there are actually many times where because couples are holding on to their strong positions and refusing to shift ground, it results in a breaking of the relationship. Flexibility is what keeps you from breaking when you are faced with certain situations in marriage. You know, it keeps you from breaking. It keeps the relationship from breaking as well. And I have to say that this is speaking generally, and this is assuming that it is a relationship where both parties are rational and there are no deep-rooted issues that need to be dealt with, perhaps in a counselor's office or in a therapist's office. But flexibility in marriage is about being open to each other's plans and ideas and viewpoints. It's also about being willing to accommodate another perspective. And this is critical because your way is not the only way. My way is not the only way. There are so many other ways to see things. There are so many other ways to do things. For instance, you want to cook rice. There are so many ways in which you can cook rice. There's not just any one way. And so for you to have that realization that other perspectives exist, flexibility is about that. It's also about your being willing to shift ground to accommodate your spouse's position. 
not because yours is wrong so it's not a wrong or right thing it's not a mine is better than yours thing it's just about the fact that this is another position and i need to be able to shift ground to accommodate it flexibility is also about being willing to try new ways of doing things even the little things you know couples quarrel for something as little as how to press toothpaste if you have the school of thought that you must press it from the end of the tube and then somebody else is pressing from the middle and you get stuck in an argument for just because of that what does it really matter the most important thing is that the toothpaste is coming out yeah so that's flexibility flexibility is about being able to get over the idea that your own desires are the most important consideration in your relationship it's about being able to respond to the needs and desires of other people even while you might not quite fully understand it or agree with it so those are the ways in which flexibility shows up or can be practiced in a marital relationship or a romantic relationship and it's important to know you know the opposite of flexibility is rigidity and a rigid person is not willing to bend is not willing to consider other perspectives and what happens when you're rigid you feel pain when you're forced to do something you feel pain when you're forced to consider another opinion on another option at the end of the day who suffers the pain that you are feeling you are the one now I'm going to say here that flexibility is a learned skill and this is so important to know because every single person and learn how to be flexible it only requires a lot of practice no one is born flexible because we all want what we want I want what I want my spouse wants what we want but by the time we start practicing the skill of flexibility we are learning to make room for others in our lives so everyone can learn to be flexible if you are willing and if you want to enjoy your relationship with other people, with your spouse, with your children, with your co-workers in the office, you must, of a necessity, make learning flexibility a priority. A priority. Here's the thing. If you also want people to enjoy the experience they are having of you, you must also learn to be flexible. You must learn to be flexible. Flexibility requires you adopting a growth mindset. And what the research tells us is that being flexible or being able to be flexible also helps you to get through difficult seasons in life because it gives you options. You don't feel that you have just one way to go and if that door is closed, then there's no other way for you. You begin to seek, okay, if this door is closed, is there a window open somewhere? Is there another door open somewhere? Is there a tunnel I can go through? You just begin to look for the options and you begin to see that there are actually options that exist. It gives you a broader vision and a broader view and a broader perspective, okay? Now I want to talk about six reasons why you absolutely need to practice flexibility in your marriage. Six reasons why it's important for you to learn the skill of flexibility and how it will help you in marriage. Now the first reason is the fact that 
flexibility communicates to your spouse that they matter. It is the flexible person that says to their partner, their spouse, their children, that they also matter. When we are willing to consider and adjust to another person's ideas and opinions and viewpoints, we are saying to them that they matter enough for us to make that adjustment. We are saying to them that they matter enough for us to accommodate them in our world, to accommodate them in our own way of thinking. In fact, to even alter our way of thinking to be able to take on a bit of the way in which they think and see the world. So yeah, it communicates to your spouse that they matter. Number two way in which flexibility will help you in marriage is that it promotes growth. Flexibility promotes growth. A rigid person is a stagnant person. Not only is a rigid person not growing, but they're also now getting in the way of other people's growth because they don't understand why we have to do things differently, why we have to consider new things, why this person who has always done things a certain way is now talking about us doing it another way. You know, so they also stand in the way of, the, of other people's growth. And, you know, as humans, we're not meant to just stagnate. We are growing every day. We are evolving. We are becoming. That's the beauty of this life that we are living on earth. You know, and if there's something that I love that I've come to realize recently and I say all the time, is the fact that all that we know is not all there is to know. And the way to know more is to constantly be growing, to constantly be learning, to constantly be growing. The world is changing at such an alarming rate. To be rigid is to become a relic. Flexibility promotes growth. Now, the third reason I'm going to be sharing with you is the fact that flexibility allows for openness and freedom of expression. And this is essential for healthy relationships. When I know that you're willing not just to hear my views, but that you also are willing to make space for them, to take them on board, then I'm more comfortable to open up to you, to open up with you. I can be vulnerable with you and I can communicate freely without fear of judgment, without fear of um, brutal criticism. So yes, flexibility allows for openness and freedom of expression and this is so important for healthy relationships. Number four reason is the fact that flexibility helps to foster a deeper connection with your spouse, with your children. So when partners are willing to consider, to adapt and to adjust, they are better equipped to meet each other's needs. So I'm better equipped to meet my spouse's needs when I'm willing to adjust and to adapt to his viewpoint, to his way of thinking, to his way of reasoning, to even his way of doing things. And so it's no longer a my way or the highway situation. And you find out that the more that we practice this, we, we build a deeper connection with our partners, with our spouses, with our children. Number five reason is flexibility reduces arguments and tension. Honestly, it really does. 
Arguments arise when we disagree in the area of our difference. Guess what? We will always have difference. You can be sure of that. Our differences are not going to go away. The fact that you have been married 30 years, 40 years, 50 years does not mean that your difference will disappear. We have to learn to live with difference. You find out that is when we have arguments and fights, they come from the areas in which we are different, the areas in which we see things differently, temperamental differences, the fact that I'm a woman, my husband is a man, difference between the sexes, you know, difference in handling of money, all of these things. So difference is a given. But guess what? Fighting arguments and quarreling does not necessarily have to happen all the time when we are disagreeing in the area of differences. What helps us reduce it? It is being flexible. The skill of flexibility is what helps us to reduce arguments and tension that can arise in the area of difference. When we are willing to consider other opinions or positions, we reduce the chances of needless arguments. You find couples fighting on how to cook rice, on how to press toothpaste, on where to hang the towel. But when we are flexible, you find that these little things don't always need to result in arguments and quarrels. And number six thing, the list is not exhaustive, so you can also go and do your own research and discover more things and more ways in which flexibility will help you. But I'm just sharing six things. And this, the sixth one is that it also helps you to adjust to changing seasons in your relationship. Because you see, relationships change, relationships evolve, relationships have seasons. How you were in the first five years is not how you will be in year 10. It's not how you'll be in year 15 or year 20 or year 30. And so being able to, you know, just adjust through the seasons or to adapt through the changes. For instance, husband and wife start out as man and woman and then the children come. It's a new season. The children go off to school. It's a new season. So recognizing the changing seasons of your relationship and being able to adjust and adapt is critical. And what helps you to do that is your ability to be flexible. You could have maybe at the time you got married, agreed that, okay, we will do things in a particular way, but things have changed. So you have to revisit that agreement and flexibility allows you to revisit agreements that you made in the beginning and readjust them to suit the particular season that your marriage is now at. Yes. So these are six reasons why flexibility is so important. That you learn the skill of flexibility is very important. Now, how can you practice flexibility or how can you learn to be flexible? Remember that I said it's a learned skill and that practice makes perfect. The first thing you need to know is that you have to let go of your attachments. You know, I'm used to doing things a certain way. This is how I am. This is how I do my thing. You know, you have to let go of that statement. This is how I am. You have to let go of that used to doing things in a certain way mindset. You have to also learn to stop wanting to always be in control of every aspect of your life. That desire to be in control of the narrative, be in control of everything, you have to learn to let go. You really have to learn to let go. That's one of the ways in which you can begin to practice 
flexibility. Another way is being willing to be wrong. Being willing to be wrong. You know, you, not, you can't be right all the time. And there's nothing wrong with being wrong because, you know, there's even a lot to learn from being wrong. So it simply means that, okay, this way that I tried didn't quite work. But then guess what? I learned another way. So my being wrong is not a bad thing in itself. So don't be afraid of being wrong. Be willing to be wrong. Be willing to fail. Because that's the only way we can be innovative. That's the only way we can be creative. That's the only way we can try new things. That's the only way we can consider, you know, other ways of doing things. So how to practice flexibility? Don't be focused on being right. Be willing to be wrong. Also, it's important that you learn not to take life too seriously. Honestly, it's not that deep. And heaven is not going to fall from the sky. You have to learn to laugh at yourself. You have to learn to not take things seriously, not take your relationship so serious, not take, come on, give, cut yourself some slack. You know, learn to have fun, learn to infuse humor, learn to see the humorous side of life. Very important. And then also surround yourself with flexible people. It's good to be around couples who are flexible, who you see the way that they live, the way they make room for each other in their lives, who you see the way they accommodate each other's opinions and viewpoints and learn from them. Learn from them. You know, so these are just some ways in which you can start to practice flexibility. Another one would be learning to go with the flow. Things don't always work out the way we plan, but the way this thing is going, is it necessarily bad, even though it's not going according to plan? So sometimes, just go with the flow. Go with the current of life. You know they kill. It doesn't kill anybody. So much research on the power of flexibility for building healthy relationships. I urge you to do some researching on your own. But I found that being able to be flexible is a superpower it gives you the ability to let go it lessens the burden you need to carry because then you can accommodate somebody else doing the thinking somebody else's idea not your own idea and guess what you get to enjoy your relationship better you get to enjoy your relationship better and that really is the beauty of marriage that i'm in a relationship that I enjoy and I enjoy it because I choose to be flexible I choose to look away I choose to overlook and I choose to accept the things that I cannot change and I choose to love unconditionally yes so that's all I have for you today on this episode of the happy home podcast I hope that you have taken away a thing or two please remember to download to leave a review and to share with somebody, people that you know need to hear it. As always, my name is Taya Luko. God bless you and adios. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Happy Home Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play or Spotify. Check out my website, 
www.thelifeguide.coach for other great resources. You'll find the link to my website in the show notes. You will also want to get my happy home affirmations. These are eight powerful audio affirmations that will completely transform the energy in your home. Link is also in the show notes. See you on the next episode. God bless you.